Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from FS Inlaw, who says, Am I the arsehole for telling my brother's fiance that we don't owe her a family? My female 25 stepbrother, Nico 29, has recently got engaged to a woman called Jenny after dating for two years. We will try to welcome Jenny, especially knowing that she grew up in the foster care system and didn't have a family. We tried to get to know her, but she seemed to want an instant intimate connection rather than building one. Me and my younger stepsister Chelsea, 22, bore the brunt of her neediness, but our parents have also expressed concerns. Since she has met us, she's been trying to insert herself into pictures, family disputes, and social events. She has no boundaries. We've all talked to Nico about it so many times, even sitting him down as a family, and he keeps saying he will talk to her, but nothing changes. And it's got worse since the engagement. She tried to make me her maid of honor, demanded my mother throw her a bridal shower, started calling my parents, mum and dad, even though they asked her not to, and reached out to distant family members that we don't even talk to to tell them about the engagement. Last week, we were all... Chelsea, Nico, me and our partners staying at our parents' place. Jenny, Nico and my boyfriend were the only ones not up yet and the rest of us were in the kitchen. Chelsea, my mum and I were talking about taking a weekend trip. Jenny came in having overheard us, saying it sounded like fun and proceeded to invite herself along. I was pretty annoyed by this and said she couldn't just invite herself. Jenny said, why wouldn't she be invited? I said because Marion Nico doesn't give you a blanket invite to every single thing all his family does. Jenny got upset and said she would really like to be included in our family since it was the only one she knows and she doesn't have a proper family. I said I know that and we all sympathize but that doesn't mean we owe you a new one. The whole room was silent and Jenny got up and went back upstairs. She didn't come out the rest of the day but Nico came down to chew me out over what I said. Our parents defended me, saying he had an opportunity to talk to Jenny, and he didn't. He and Jenny left the same day, and he's now only keeping low-level contact with everyone. When I've spoken to him since, he's just said I went way too low with what I said to Jenny, and that I've sent her back mentally, and she's been really down. I do feel bad, but I also feel like Jenny has been overstepping. They're all open to a relationship with her. We all have good relationship with partners and family, but she just never really made a genuine effort to build relationships with us. She just decided she was entitled to them, which I think isn't fair. I don't know if I should reach out to Nico or Jenny with a more fervent apology, which I will if I have really screwed up here. I don't want to be the reason Nico stops talking to us. I just feel like he dropped the ball by letting it get to this point. Edit. Okay, I'm adding this because I thought it was implied, but maybe not. We do push back when Jenny is being intrusive. I can't count how many times I've said, Jenny, 
I'm not comfortable talking about my sex life slash therapy and medication, etc. It's really personal. Can we just change the subject? We move on from the conversation, but the next time I talk to her is back to square one. Same with my parents. They politely ask her not to call them mum and dad, and she stops for the duration of that conversation, and then starts again next time. We've never had a more in-depth conversation with her. We offered and Nico said no. He would talk to her. Edit 2. But everyone's saying I should consider Jenny family because she's engaged to Nico. That isn't what I meant with that comment. I commented this elsewhere, but I'm copying because it encapsulates what I was trying to get across. I never said or meant that she isn't part of the family. I guess what I meant with what I said was, you can't parachute yourself in and expect us to be the family you deserve. Because the family every person deserves is one with their mum and their dad, and it's happy and it's from birth, and you don't have to do anything to earn it. Sadly, not everyone gets that. I know I didn't, and I know how much it must suck for her to feel like she has to work for what other people got for free. I have a shitty bio dad, so I kind of know. You think, why do I have to be good and clever and kind and a million other things to have a good family while all anyone else has to do is just be born? And it's the worst. But when you come into a family that already exists, that's the way it is. They learn to love you and it takes time. My stepdad didn't love me the second he met me or love me just because he loved my mum. He got to know me and figured out who I was as a person and he loved me for me. We wanted to have that opportunity with Jenny and maybe that doesn't feel good enough for her. I guess it's not really fair that she doesn't have the other kind of unconditional love but I don't think that's up to us or anyone to fix. That's just my view. But Southie says, well, Jenny was just going to keep pushing until someone pushed back. So this moment was more or less inevitable. You name the elephant in the room, Jenny's neediness, which your whole family had noticed. I don't know whether Nico failed to talk to her in private or whether he did and she failed to heed his warnings. I also don't know if getting to join what she perceived as a close-knit family is a large part of what makes Nico attractive to her. But I do know that your comments stung deeply and Jenny won't stop feeling it for a long time. It's not possible that this precipitates a breakup between Nico and Jenny, and if it does, it's highly likely that the blame is going to come your way. So an apology is in your strategic interest, regardless of whether your comment was justified or not. I think my final vote is going to be, everyone sucks here. Jenny for being pushy, Nico for not warning her that her pushing was going unnoticed, and you for saying something really wounding. Fitz Permit says, no one's an arsehole here. I cannot blame you for snapping and I cannot blame Jenny for wanting a close family. Growing up in the way she did can result in an intense longing for connection and safety and a lack of proper communication skills. She shouldn't insert herself in everyone's business like that, but she also seems to not understand why. Hope she and your brother can work through that together. On the other hand, I completely understand that it feels very invasive if someone does this to you, even if you understand where they are coming from. The way you said it was a bit harsh, but I assume the tension has been building up over time. I do think it's good to talk it out with her once all the emotions have settled, and I hope your brother can facilitate the process. She needs to learn the nuance of being welcome, but not overstepping boundaries, and it not being a sign of people not caring about you. Angel Wick Prime replies to someone and says, a long time being the rest of her life. I can see that comment being a foundational core memory of her fiance's family. It sounds to me like Jenny was trying to make familial connections the only way she knew how. She didn't have a family the same way that OP did. OP coming out and saying crap like we don't owe you a new family could easily be interpreted by Jenny as saying, just because you're marrying my brother doesn't mean the rest of us accept you. 
We all know the horror stories of the foster care system. Most kids just end up becoming a payday without any real family connections while growing up. Jenny was just trying to form those connections the only way she knew how, and Opie's comment was a massive slap in the face. Should the fiancé have talked to Jenny about her behaviors? Sure, but he's also no therapist. And I'm guessing that is really what Jenny needs to help her work through the trauma that she received while in foster care, as well as the new trauma that she received from that comment. Sorry, but my vote has to be you're the asshole for the sheer lack of empathy. Happy Sparkling Unicorn says, I had to double check how long they were dating for since I expected this to be a quick courtship. Not the asshole, I sympathize with her, but your brother has had his chances to talk to her and either he's not actually talking to her or it isn't actually sinking in. I do feel a bit sorry for her for wanting you to be maid of honor. It must be awkward not to have a strong friend slash family base who can help out with things, especially since she wants it so bad, but it has to happen organically. It can't be forced or fast-tracked unless there is mutual trauma that affects both you and her. Cronberry says, as an only child, I can relate to Jenny. I don't try to insert myself into my wife's family like Jenny is, but I really understand where she is coming from. Some families are more in line with what she imagined. My mother-in-law acts like she's my mum, and I doubt I know her much better than Jenny knows yours. I've had girlfriends in the past, not a spouse, just a girlfriend, whose siblings or cousins fully embrace me as part of the family. Pretty much the reverse of what Jenny is doing. Not the arsehole because you guys are allowed to live your own way, but maybe cut her some slack. If she's acting like one of the family, just roll with it. Unless there are some other problems you haven't mentioned. There's no harm in humoring her most of the time especially if it leads to a deeper connection. Opie responds and says, we have humored her. We've humored her for two years, but since the engagement is gone into overdrive, it was embarrassing for my parents to get messages from their cousins and second cousins who they see once every five years asking who Jenny was because she was sending them Facebook messages. It's hard to not be able to have any conversation with a family member where she can see you because she has to know all the details of what you're talking about. I'm sorry, but I don't think Jenny needs to know about my sex life just because I'm telling Chelsea. It is not the same. Again, I understand she's not used to the dynamics, but at the same time, she has friends. She built those relationships. Why can't she build these ones? And one more comment from Key South who says, Not the arsehole. Your brother should have a talk with her long ago about overstepping. Much like when step-parents come into a situation, you can't force a relationship. She needs to take time to establish relationships instead of trying to force her way in. I sympathize with her situation, but that doesn't give her the right to suddenly shoehorn her way into your family. If she had taken it slowly, or if your brother had given her the guidance of taking it slowly, she could have worked her way into a closer bonds, but now I doubt it will ever be what she wanted it to be. And I like it when people give us their perspectives of when they was growing up in a similar situation to give me some insight, you know, I've never been in this situation before, so... And I can kind of understand the frustration from OP. I, th I think what OP said was worded really badly. I think there was a better way to approach it, a better conversation to be had. Although OP has said that they've said many times, they told Nico many times, Nico should have talked to, to, talked to Jenny about it. And obviously Jenny is overstepping huge boundaries, you know, calling the parents mum and dad when she's been asked not to. So I understand how the frustration is being built up, but I still can't help myself but feel bad for Jenny, wanting that close family connection that she's never had before. So clearly she's having real trouble navigating the situation. Does it excuse overstepping boundaries? Of course not. And yes, there has been conversations about it before, but I, I still can't help but feel there is a deeper conversation to be had here with Jenny to talk to her about it. 
to really tell her your true feelings and just being honest with her about it. Yet you can do that with still making her feel like she is welcomed in the family. And while yes, OP said, you know, they never said it or meant it that she isn't part of the family, but you can certainly take it that way, right? So like I said, I think there's a conversation to clear the air, to, to really talk about your feelings, to perhaps build on it, and it might bring you closer together in the end. Or possibly not. But OP does update the post and says, wow, that post blew up. In no small part to my extensive replies while sitting in an airport lounge on a layover. I'm still getting DMs asking for an update, so here it goes. First, thanks everyone for your advice. I received some really insightful messages and comments, which were really helpful and heartfelt. Long story short, we decided to have a session with a family mediator. It was me, my boyfriend, Jenny, Nico, my parents, and Chelsea. I'm not sure I can't fit in all the insights from the session, so I'll keep to key things. Firstly, for all those wondering if Nico ever actually told Jenny what we said, Nico talked to Jenny about our concerns precisely twice, a third of the times we brought it up. She said it was presented to her as an offhand comment from our parents rather than the intervention it was. Second, basically one of the main things that came up was how Nico kind of sold our family to Jenny as a blended family she could slot into. And she got really invested in that. Nico said he kept hoping that it would work itself out once Jenny felt more secure in their relationship. Then came the real crux. Jenny said she wasn't just looking for a relationship with Nico, but with a whole family we all had a long discussion about what that looked like for us in an ideal world and it was vastly different and the mediator asked her the question if you never get the relationship you want from this family do you think you'll still be able to have a happy relationship and she said she didn't know this kind of triggered nico who said he felt like jenny was making him feel like he wasn't enough on his own as she wanted a family from him more than a relationship with him then Jenny got upset and said why couldn't we all just try to be the family she needed, at which point my boyfriend had an uncharacteristic moment of insanity and went off on her. Then he and I left the room. I was right in the middle of lecturing him when everyone else came out except Nico and Jenny and said that they need the rest of the session to discuss what had been said. Nico came back to our parents' place later and said he and Jenny are taking a beat, a break, because she's ruminating on what the mediator said and he's pretty crushed that she might not want to be with him if he doesn't come with a ready-made family attached. He said he was prepared to pretty much give up a family for her, but she won't give up the idea of one for him. He's now staying with my boyfriend and me until further notice. We haven't had any further conversations with him and Jenny. He's not in the headspace for it. If they stay together, I foresee a lot more mediation. At the end of the day, everyone on the thread was right in some way. I was an asshole for saying what I said in the way I said it. And this conversation between all of us should have happened earlier. Well, holy moly, that took a turn I wasn't expecting. So she's willing to abandon that relationship with Nico if she doesn't get the family she wants. I can understand why Nico's noping out of that situation. And I can only think that Jenny needs to seek some help because... In any relationship that she gets in, if she tries to shoehorn herself into those family relationships, I can only see this happening time and time again. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Philosophy No 8518 and says, Am I the arsehole for gloating to my ex's husband? When my daughter chose me alone to fill a father of the bride role in her wedding. I have one daughter, Rosie, 25 female. Her mother and I divorced when she was two after I learned she was having an affair with John. John claimed he was Rosie's biological father, so a DNA test was done. I'm her biofather. I don't think it surprised many since Rosie looks a lot like me. My ex and John married once the divorce was finalized and John became the biggest thorn in my side. Is always bragged about how I'm not Rosie's only dad and how she would grow up with both of us. It taunt me with things like, she'll like me more one day. You're just one of her dads now. You'll lose them both to me someday. And things of that nature. My ex wanted me out of the picture, so allowed this as she thought I would give up. But I love my daughter, and despite my hatred for them both, I was calm and civil when my daughter was present and watched my words even when she wasn't. John had been married when he and my ex started their affair. During the divorce, he learned both the kids involved were not his. He never saw them again. John and my ex never had any children together either, so he became determined to take over as Rosie's dad. John asked to adopt Rosie six different times while she was young, and she told me about it every time. He and ex attempted to change her last name to theirs and were denied by the judge. He attempted to get my daughter to follow in his shoes to become an accountant. When Rosie was 14, I was injured significantly and ended up in the hospital for several months and spent several more in rehab recovering. John took great pleasure in being there while I was not. He often painted it like I was some deadbeat. Rosie was never John's biggest fan, but but that was the year he truly poisoned their relationship. She decided she wanted to join my business when she finished high school. I set her up as an apprentice so she could learn from my team and it has been amazing. Now Rosie's engaged and she asked me to walk her and her fiancé Seb down the aisle and to dance with the both of them. Seb does not have parents and he and I have been close since Rosie met him six years ago. I was honoured to be asked to do this for the both of them. John was enraged when he heard about this. He approached me while I was grabbing groceries and told me her fiancé can go fuck himself, but he's Rosie's dad and he should be dancing with her and walking her down the aisle. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, and gloated about the fact that she asked me over him. I told him Rosie told him exactly what he deserved, nothing. He said I should appreciate what he has done for Rosie more, but I gloated more. My ex and John both said I was an arsehole. They said I should not be so petty. 
my sister suggested, while not wrong overall, that maybe it would make Rosie's life harder with her mum and John. This is what gave me pause. Am I the arsehole? Now for me, usually I'm always like, you know, there's better ways to deal with things, but you've held on to this for a fuckload of time. And this guy has basically taken you to your breaking point. And I can't blame you for it, to gloat in his face about it. He's been an absolute nasty asshole to you all this time. So fair play to you, in my opinion. A lot of people talk about being, you know, like a justified asshole in some situations. But even even in this situation for me, it's a complete not the asshole. Consequences to his shitty actions. But Greek American Dom says not the arsehole. In general, gloating is an arsehole move, but John brought all this on himself. He's been working to turn Rosie against you from the get-go. Piece of advice, going forward, handle this issue with grace. I'm not advocating for the high road. I'm actually advocating for even deeper revenge. The more grace you show, the better life you live. The greater relationship you have with Rosie and your future grandchildren, the more it will piss him off. Poof, spicy. Freckled Fraggle says not the arsehole. By your account, since Rosie was two years old, you've held it together, biting your tongue both in her presence and outside of it for two decades. I say your soul has reached its limit of proverbial boot print areas. Everyone has limits to which they can tolerate being dehumanized and disrespected. You rightfully reached yours. Rosie is now an adult, and if she were unable to handle any repercussions that would ensue from her wedding request, she shouldn't have made said requests. One minor outburst by you, which is what this was, minor, isn't going to overshadow the two decades worth of superhuman composure you've demonstrated to her. If anything falls on Rosie due to this instance, she handle it with resolve, not the arsehole. Nib says, not the arsehole, everyone has a breaking point. He pushed you to yours, probably did not need to gloat, but I think you're fine. This could cause Rosie issues with her mum and what's his name. However, it sounds like Rosie is fully aware of their games. The most you need to do is apologize to Rosie and Seb even if they weren't there or even know about it. And one more comment from Formal Independence who says not the arsehole. What's wrong with celebrating a victory? But after reading everything, it's hilarious. John claimed your child as his, but his own biological children weren't his. He's going to die without having a legitimate child. Karma, perhaps? He got someone else's hand-me-down wife and that's it. In my opinion, you took the win in the end. Because you have an actual child, and from what it seemed, a wonderful and fulfilling father-slash-daughter bond. But now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Do you think Opie was justified in what he said, or do you think he went too far? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And don't forget to keep those pics coming in over on Twitter at Mark Narrations of what you're doing whilst you're listening. It absolutely makes my day. Thank you so much. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.